0: Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Don't forget the OT Talk end of year competition. Get as many new subscribers as you can. Email over the numbers you have at the end of December. To maximum T E E at Yahoo, if you're the winner, you will get Blender twenty five dollar Amazon gift card. And remember, questions and comments and suggestions are always very welcome. As we just changed the description of the show as per a comment of one of our listeners. So, anytime you have any comments, feel free to send them over. Household objects. We have a couple of more topics to get through, and then we have some living life tips, and then we have some toy tasks. So, let's get through some household objects today. Let's. Let's talk about the sponges. Obviously, the sponge itself is a fantastic thing to use when involved in the IADLs of cleaning dishes and taking care of dishes. But the sponge could be used for much more than just dishes. The sponge itself could be a really good method, a really good idea, a really good material to work the muscles of the hand. Especially if you want to build back the range in the fingers and you want to build back the muscles in the hand and the fingers, squeeze that sponge, get it full of water, get an empty container and squeeze the sponge out of the water. And do that a few times in each hand or depending on the hand you're working on, a few times a day, depending on what your OT, your most Close OT says to do, but that's just an idea to use in general. You could also cut up the sponges into little pieces, and we'll talk about that, especially to use the three fingers that we always talk about when it's a small little sponge. So you could do that. If you do cut up the sponges, use it to paint on paper, especially with little sponge pieces. You could also make sponge water balls, you can make a sponge tower. You could use sponge and glue, which is a lot less messy. You have the sponge and it's absorbent, so it gets the glue and it only needs to go to the areas. A lot of times I'm sitting there with the student, we're using the glue, even the glue stick for some reason gets very, very messy. The glue itself, this year we switched over to clear glue, still didn't help, still very, very messy. So maybe if we try the sponge, maybe it'll work as well. You try it, we try it, we could all confer and see if it actually works, if it really is less messy. You could also make sponge designs with pieces and the sponge itself. You can make, you cut up the pieces of the sponge into little sections. You can make different items out of those sponge pieces, especially letters, numbers, shapes, and a person's name. But even the pieces themselves, especially if there's different color sponges, you can make different patterns and different pieces and different objects out of the sponge. You could also make a sponge type of a boat. You can make a sponge sailboat with the sponge. A very cool thing, especially if you use a toothpick and a little piece of paper and make it a little triangle. And you could see, and you could put it in the tub. You could put it in the water and it could sail around with the kids in the tub. Very cool thing also. Sponge tennis ball with sticks and the sponge and a ball. Very cool thing also to use to do. You could do a sponge car wash. The actual car wash. To wash a car, a sponge is actually a very good object to use. You have the bucket full of soap and water, and you have the sponge, especially on a hot day with the kids. You could sponge down the car. You could then have a water fight, and the water guns get the whole family involved with that. You could also do sponge planting. You could use sponge boats for the bath we just mentioned. You can make a sponge butterfly. You could do sponge bowling, especially if you have cups or you have jar not jars, but you have something like a cup or a can. And you have the sponge and you could bowl it or you could throw it and you try to knock down the count the cans or the pins, depending if it's on the floor or if it's on the table and you throw things like that. You could have a sponge relay. you could also have pretend food sponges. you could have a sponge bomb where I remember when I was in camp. We had this, besides for water fights and besides for water balloons, people had sponge bombs where they would put them in the water. The soap, the sponge would soak up the water. Somebody would throw a sponge into another camper. Somebody, not me, of course. Somebody else would throw the sponge bomb. And then when it hit the person, the sponge released the water onto the person. So that's what we mean by sponge bomb. Sponge bomb, not sponge bomb. You could also make a sponge bomb. We'll talk about that also. You could also make a tiny sponge bomb sponge painting. SpongeBob is on the brain, I guess. A tiny sponge painting with the pincer grasp, you have a tiny, tiny piece of the sponge, and you can use that to do nice little painting, and that's especially good if you want to work on that pincer grasp of the thumb and the pointer finger, but the thumb pointer and the middle finger would be great also if the pieces of the sponge are a little bit bigger. You could also freeze sponge packs, and then when it comes out, you can see how it comes out, a very interesting texture, especially if you want to keep it in a science aspect. You can make sponge balloon pebblers and sponge balloon pops. And then you could do sponge darts and sponge toss. And you could also have them, you could throw the sponge onto a certain area. And if it's full of a little water, then when it lands, it can't debate where it landed because it, where it plopped down, you'll see the watermark. And you could do different points depending on what aspect of the O tag or the cardboard or what aspect of the ground it fell on. And if you want to do it outside on a hot day, you could do that also. Even though right now it's freezing, when it gets hot and warm out again, That's what we're talking about. You could also make a sponge shoebox, a SpongeBob spouse you could make, or a SpongeBob sponge you could make also. And you can make a Scrabble sponge in water, different letters and different number amounts for the letters. You could do a big version of Scrabble with the sponge in the water. You could also paint the sponges. You can make a sponge lay necklace. You can make a super soaking big sponge. You could have a sponge house and you can make the words, the shapes, the letters, and the numbers we mentioned before. Sponges and clothespins. Also, clothespins are a great material to use. We've talked about before, it's a very good three-jaw chalk tripod type of a thing. This clothespin itself lends itself to holding the object of the clothespin itself in that wonderful tripod grasp. And then if you use the sponge with that, you get two for one. You could also make rainbow sponges and you could also remove lint with the sponge by the way you could blister proof your shoes you could also keep things together you could keep keeping you could keep things together and keep them clean together if you use sponge you could de eyes also you could t- cake decorate with the sponge and you could also stamp sponges if you want to get something a little bit um, is if you don't want to use your tongue and you want to get it a little bit wet, like an envelope, they also say you could use a sponge. I've never tried it, but it's a very cool thing also to try. You could also make the sponge to be dyed. You could dye it with a different paints and different things, and it'll soak up those things. You could also dry things with the sponge. You could freshen a room with a sponge sealed in a vacuum. You could also make... Different bath toys are out of sponge pieces, and you can make sponge stamps or sponge letters. You can make sponges, and you cut them in half, and you can use them in that way also. It could also help with ink. It could also take out the ink stains and it also helps level painting and things. It can absorb oils and it can absorb stains and spills. It's also good to be a cushion on tools. It's also a fly repellent and it, it could help you paint bricks, re- repaint bricks. It can help you remove old wallpaper and it could also help you sponge pot paint a well or a wall, a little part of the wall. You could also dry umbrellas in a, sta- in a stand using the the sponges it also helps up soak the water if there's water a little spot of water on the ground and you don't have any tissues or anything nearby, just put the sponge and it'll soak it up it could also be a good scratch guard protector it could hydrate potted plants it could be a dry veggie crisper the sponges could also remove unwanted pet hair you could also put soap on the sponge in general soap on the sponge is good but if you have a sub stain, you can use the sponge also. It could be used for dryer sheet. It could be used to deodorize a fridge. It could be used to scrubby sponge for grime. It could also be a sponge bomb. In a bucket. we've mentioned, it could be a fridge freshener with baking soda. And it could also be used to water wipe down things and wipe down a sofa, wipe down carpet hair. And it could also protect different types of items. So not only do we have different crafts you can make with sponges, but also life hacks. So We're going to call it Living Life Hacks, Household Objects, Sponges here on OT Talk with Mr. T. As always, we try to do Blee neder four episodes a week, Monday to Thursday. So join us next week as we finally talk a little bit more in depth about clothes bins, which hopefully you have lying around and can have many different tasks with those clothes bins here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.